0: Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. ...works for GitHub. Tell us a bit about your background. Hi. um, So I've been developing software... So I live out in California, and I've been developing software for like 19, almost 20 years now, depending on how I do the reckoning. Um, I've worked on everything from... Um, like satellites, embedded software on satellites, to device drivers for um, storage appliances, to websites for um, leasing software and websites for medical records, um, and now I'm at GitHub.
1: I'm at GitHub. But you're more involved with making sure it's a safe environment. How do you go about doing that?
0: Um, we're... Some of it's just some basics. I mean moderation in online settings is is not new. Yeah. You know, you've we've, we this stuff harkens back to the old message boards and BBSs um, You know, if you remember the 80s. And, and, um, you know, so some of that's just making sure we put in good systems that allow people to do good moderation. Some of it's education, like teaching people how to moderate communities in a positive manner. Um, And a lot of it, too, is about giving people the tools they need to protect themselves from unwanted, um, you know, harassment. So, for example, is like just basic blocking features. Um, and we're trying to give more nuance and, and control to individuals too, to give them more, the ability to protect themselves. So, more or less, you're not going to play Fortran, which anything goes there? Um, we, th- there's no reason for us to be, right? I mean, when you look at online communities, the, the goal of most, I mean, the most common type of community on GitHub is an open source project. Yeah. And ostensibly, they want to build the best version of whatever the thing that they're working on. And all of the science around, Diversity actually has shown, time and time again, that diverse groups of people create better products. Um, in the sort of in the business world, it actually is translates to I think it's around like a 10% increase in revenue for companies that hit certain level of diversity versus companies that don't. And so in the the open source world, it has to you get into like recruitment and your perspectives that really change and bring a lot to a given project, and we really want to help the open source communities that are collaborating through our platform to do so in a way that is very inclusive and allows them to grow and flourish to the best that they can.
1: When it comes to uh, online platforms and stuff you're doing, is there anything you want to have up there, like any code you say won't, won't publish? I'm sorry? I'm... Like if, for example, somebody has code on there that can be used for hacking
0: purposes, Oh, so that, that gets into our, our terms of service. In general, um, if a tool is a tool, it's, we, don't, we don't police or make value judgments on the tool. If you, so if you put up a, a tool that might have nefarious purposes but also has legitimate purposes, as long as you're not violating any law that puts us in a position where we would legally have to take action, we're not going to do anything. Um, if you put up a list of names and addresses, though, of people you don't like, yeah. Um, and that gets reported to us because we don't proactively look for these things, but if that gets reported to us, yeah, we're going to respond um, to that. Um, our Terms of Service team deals with that stuff more directly, um, and so there are probably better people to talk to than you know, myself. I guess, I guess
1: you're more trying to create, create a system where you can go online and, and, uh, sh- and share basically what you do without any prejudice involved. Without any what? Prejudice
0: involved. So. Yes, we want to see. We want GitHub to be a place where you know that you can go and participate, regardless of your background, regardless of whether you're, um, you know, openly LGBT or if you're open, you know, openly female or openly black. Yeah. You, we want you to be able to go and participate in these online communities and be a part of them. Um, we don't want you to feel that you have to leave part of yourself at the door or hide behind anonymous, you know, an anonymous username, a genderless username, in order to be able to
1: participate in these spaces. Is. I guess the worst thing is you get a keyboard warrior who behind a key, behind the keyboard will do more than he will in person. So you got to be careful that the people like that aren't actually openly openly taking part.
0: Um, well, I mean, some of it's just making sure that it's we generally don't moderate communities ourselves. Yeah. We give them tools to to moderate if a if a community is you know toxic, but they're not reaching out. Then they're going to they're going to do that, and that's fine. But the moment we get people saying, "Hey, this community, these people are harassing us," um, then we then we're going to take then we're going to respond. Um, but our our real hope for my team is that we allow we are encouraging open source projects to adopt codes of conduct and to enforce those, and we're trying to build out a suite of tools that allow you to respond. Um, to violations of your code of conduct in ways that are constructive and have long-term behavioral ch- um long-term changes to actually make the community genuinely more inclusive and not just sort of like a finger wagging like hey don't do that so
1: get some more like education if you educate them as well definitely yes.
0: definitely we definitely want to see a um, push toward education of why behaviors are harmful Versus simply just, um, you know, banning everybody that does anything that you know somebody else doesn't like, because that's not constructive and that doesn't lead to a
1: community. Because the moment you get mass banning, everyone talks about that. But uh, things are like like gaming, computer Music, everyone says gaming gates pretty bad. We can't go on that service because everyone's everyone's been banned. If you can go and educate them why they're doing, why they're wrong, what they're doing, and say.
0: Well, it's a, it really depends what people do. Yeah. I mean, like there are some there are. There are a lot of behaviors that would violate our terms of service. Like We have a very clear like what you're allowed to do and what you're not in terms of our legal terms of service yeah. when you sign up for GitHub. And there's a lot of things that you can do that are just going... like If you're going to blatantly go around and call people the N-word on our site, yeah. we can give you a lifetime ban. If you're going to go and do commercial spamming through our site, we can give you a lifetime ban. If you're going to harass another user... Even after they've asked you to stop and you've blocked them and you're creating multiple accounts, we can give you a lifetime ban. Um, if you are a member of a group that you know, like I personally don't agree with, and you go on our site, like no, there's nothing. We're not going to be banning you. You're going to be able to go do your stuff. It's when you're, it's when you start to treat others in a way that is harmful that
1: you're going to start crossing a line. Because that might be, if you're online and you're using some sort of GitHub. Whatever your personal views are, GitHub is a working environment. Keep it to yourself.
0: Um, I, I see. I think, speaking more personally rather than, like I guess, on, on, on behalf of GitHub, but, like, I don't want to see people having to leave part of themselves behind. Now, there's a time and a place for things. Like, if you're going onto an open source project and... Starting to talk a lot about you know politics. Well, there's probably a, a doesn't even matter whether the group agrees with you or not. It's probably not the right place yeah. for that. Um, you know, the flip side is if you can't actually like when you're building a product and you want to talk about certain issues that are political but are related to that product. You know, because example is like talking about class or race or being um, you know queer or lesbian. All these things are things where if you if, if when you get into this place where you say well just we won't bring up you know you, we don't talk about religion and politics you can't actually just talk about these other these other you can't talk about class race lgbt status without talking a little bit about religion and politics and so you have a thing where um, and yet, if we build our products, if you, if you, you know, we had all these talks today at AlterConf that talked a lot about how you have to put thought around how your products impact these different people. Yeah. Like, how, how does your, how does the way you do names and gender affect trans people? How does the way your, um, how does the way your innovations, are they creating jobs for people or are they destroying entire economic sectors? And if you don't allow, conversation around those things because you're like, well that's political. if you say just like leave everything at home um, you know then you're you're into this sort of like sandboxed, Anonymous environment where everybody has genderless Names and only talks about the code base But means you can't actually talk about how the features Impact the world around you So it's this is not a direction that I think I would Encourage people to go I don't want to see a sterile internet yeah. I want a rich and vibrant one Which sometimes does make it's It's messy You sometimes have to talk about these issues That are very political um, You know So you, I don't think you can just leave Part of yourself at home um, The flip side is if your views if your views on a subject are hateful and intentionally harmful to other groups or advocating the harm of other groups um, like in the U S you know, like white supremacist groups and things like that, like, well, that's not appropriate. Like, and that's something where, you know, yes, that's where the, the tools like banning become very useful because you're not somebody who, who's a member of like a white supremacist group is not going to, you're not going to educate them into being kind yeah. to black people um, whereas somebody who maybe told a joke that was racist you sometimes you can often they don't realize that that joke is harmful they think the people are just being sensitive and it's like no it's not really the people who are being sensitive it's that here's how that joke propagates stereotypes that cost lives and people get killed over that and you know when you start to so there's there's a whole class of people who have they don't realize that they've internalized, you know, racism or sexism. That and those are the people that I think our our team helps to have the biggest impact on. It's like how do we how do we really start to make it so that GitHub is a place where if you're just participating in online communities, you start to learn um, a little bit more about these things in a way that causes your interactions with others to just be more positive. My team is concerned with is the public spaces on GitHub, the open source projects, and that that we are helping encourage open source projects to grow in inclusive manners. Um, so it, um, and what that means for, so there's a certain degree too, where we really do want open source projects to be as autonomous as possible, which is why we have our own terms of service and our community guidelines, but we don't actually, um, you know, projects are allowed to, you know, Adopt whatever internal code of conduct they want. They could, you know, a project. We're not going to stop a project from saying no. We do ban all talk about, you know, religion and politics on this thing, and that yeah. might be part of the code of conduct. And we want to give you the tools that, if you've made that decision for your community, you have the tools you can, you have, you need to enforce that. Um, you know, we would encourage. Places to take code of conduct closer to like the one that um, AlterConf uses or closer to the one like the community covenant that a lot of open source projects in um, the Ruby world use, where we believe that these are codes of conduct that are open to foster a greater diversity of people participating and ideas um, versus ones that tend to be more like shut things down. Um, but that's once again, that's just an encouragement, not necessarily a, a um, policy or. Anything out in terms of service. So All right, that's great, thanks for that.